Welcome to Let's Place. I punched my microphone in excitement. <laughs> it's the 90s. Bust out your Bill Clinton campaign buttons. Don't do that. <laughs> that guy's weird. Uh, anyway, it's the 90s. It's time to talk about the best games of the 1990s. And to do that, I'm here with Chelsea. Slap on your slap bracelets. There you go. That's much better. Crystal. The ha and the ka. <laughs> what? Uh, no, don't worry about it. We'll get to that in uh, the 20-teens. Okay. Uh, heaven. Uh, there is still time for Clax. All right. Ava. I love gaming in the Clinton years. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. All right. We are going to go around. This is going to be just like the last two episodes. Each of us is going to nominate one game as the single best game of the 1990s, and then we're going to place them. I feel like this year is... Maybe the biggest decade of video games, because, like, it is both when 2D games got good and also when 3D games got invented. Mm. There's a lot of shit that happened in the 1990s. Well, you know how many genres were invented in this decade? Yeah, first-person shooters, uh, immersive sims. Fighting games, RTS. Well, fighting games got invented last decade. We play Street Fighter. Yeah, but Street Fighter 2 is the first real one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. RTS games. Was there an MMO in the 90s? There was at least one, uh, right? Yeah. EverQuest. Yeah. MUDs. Uh, yeah. There was all sorts of stuff. Mist. Yeah, 1999. Yeah. I'm mean, just off the top of my head, just rattling off a few big ones. You got your Mario 64s, your Quest 64s, your uh, Castlevania 64s, your uh, Doom 64s. I guess that's mostly all of them, actually. Uh, Glover. You got Glover in the 90s? Fuck, you took mine. <laughs> Chelsea, what game do you want to nominate as the best game of the 1990s? Uh, Banjo-Kazooie. All right, hell yeah, I love Banjo-Kazooie. Crystal, how about you? Um, I guess I'll go with Ocarina of Time. All right, The Legend of Zelda, Ocarina of Time. Heaven, what do you want to nominate? Well, I thought about bringing Super Puyo Puyo 2, but no, <laughs> I changed my mind. I'm nominating a game called Emergency Call Ambulance. All right. Is there a is there like a colon in there somewhere? No, it's just Emergency Call Ambulance by Fantastic. Sega. Ava, what do you want to nominate? StarCraft. Ooh, okay, okay. God, uh, ooh, I should have like narrowed my list down uh, instead of just being like, ah, whatever, I'll just pick one in the moment. I'll go for... I'm just gonna... F you know what? I'm gonna say Super Mario 64. I went with Mario 3 last time. I'm being the boring Mario guy, but it's Mario 64. I'm voting Mario Constantly. 64. Or, uh, you got, like, the first two Mario Party games. You know what? <laughs> no to that, but also we have Banjo-Kazooie on here, so fuck Mario 64. I'm going for Metal Gear Solid. Oh. <laughs> uh, what if I change to... A Mario Party. No, it's too late. I'm on Metal Gear Solid now. Do you want to change to a Mario Party anyway? Uh, I'll think about it. You ask other people, I'll, I'll Google. 
I mean, that was about. <laughs> what would you like to change to? Metal Gear Two Solid Snake. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Metal Gear Two Solid oh, Snake. Oh God. Oh, that thing. <laughs> the game that Metal Gear Solid is basically a remake of. That's not as wrong as it might be. Anyone else want to change before I lock these in? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not changing. I can't. I don't think a Mario Party can win without Fabby here. I'm not, I don't want to doom Mario Party. All right. Well, Chelsea, in that case, why don't you talk to me about Banjo-Kazooie? Why is it so great? What is it? Banjo-Kazooie is a very cute game with a bear and a bird, and it's very cute, and I love it, and I love collecting things. Fantastic, mm. yeah. <laughs> Banjo-Kazooie is, uh, of course, a 3D platformer collectathon by Rare. Uh, it was kind of the follow. In, in a lot of ways, it's a weird, like, spiritual sequel to Super Mario 64, even though they're I not, like, I love jigsaw puzzles. Connected. Let's see what Moby Games has to say now that I've pulled that up. Banjo-Kazooie's fairy tale backstory is reminiscent of Snow White's. What? A gnarled, ugly witch named Gruntilda asks her magical cauldron who is the fairest of them all. Of course, the pot's answer doesn't please the hag. He singles out Banjo's sister, Tootie. When Tootie turns up missing, Banjo and his birdie buddy Kazooie set out to find her. The worlds of Banjo-Kazooie are vast and contain a variety of items to collect. Musical notes, puzzle pieces known as jiggies, mumbo tokens, and jinjos are just some of the swag that Banjo must stuff in his backpack to complete his adventure. While some of the necessary items are simply stashed off the beaten path, others will require puzzle-solving skills to turn up. That's that's the core of it. Uh, they basically got it, right? Wait, so Tootie is the most beautiful person around? Apparently. It's a very barren wasteland. <laughs> I mean, not a lot of... I'm, I, By which I mean there's two bears. Personally, I don't think a lot in that game looks good anyway. Well, you know, it was from, like, 1998. What are you gonna do? I guess so. Um, I replayed all this game. I streamed it for, uh, as part of our Extra Life marathon uh, this year. It's mostly held up, I think, other than a few very glaring issues. One of which is Mumbo Jumbo, who's a fucking problem. That is true. <laughs> he's kind of, uh... Yeah. He's got, like, pink skin and a big skull and a grass skirt, and he kind of just talks in, um... Broken I'm English. Gonna, I'm gonna say a racist babbling. And it's, uh, it's not great, is the thing. <laughs> But the other parts of the game, real fun. You got Clanker, he's a big shark. Gotta gotta knock his teeth out for him, because they hurt. You get turned into cute things. You do get turned into, like, a pumpkin and a bee. And a crocodile. And a washing machine, famously. And a washing machine, yeah. Wishy-washy banjo, baby. This game also had a feature, famously, known as Stop and Swap. Where the whole idea was supposed to be that there would be secret codes you could punch in in the game to unlock secret areas. And then by abusing some of the quirks of the N64's RAM like architecture, you could carry over some save data. It didn't end up getting implemented, probably because Nintendo didn't love the idea of them like using a hardware exploit in their games. But the codes are in there. You can still get the items. They just don't do anything. And of course, they couldn't just use the N64's memory pack. That's too easy. No, that's too easy. You have to <laughs> yank the cartridge out with the power still on, and then within, like, a couple seconds put another cartridge inside so it can still read the RAM before it clears. What a weird thing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> anyway, 
Uh, let's place it. Let's figure out just how, how hard Mumbo Jumbo works against this one. We are starting, uh, we got well, 610 games, so that means we're going to start at number five, or 305, Chelsea. Mm-hmm. How you doing? I'm doing okay. Fantastic. Uh, it's how... a little weird recording at our uh, dining room table. Yeah, that's true. You're a room away from me, and that's that's kind of we're getting used to it. But hey, we'll make it work. Yeah. Uh, how does Banjo Kazooie compare to Plexu, the time travelers? A uh, side-scrolling shmup with uh, I'm gonna say hideous graphics. No, it's not a shmup. It's a platformer. I had it confused. Still hideous graphics though. Banjo. All right, Crystal. Speaking of hideous graphics, uh huh. I've always found the art style of Banjo Kazooie to be off-putting in comparison to, say, Mario, or Crash, or Spyro, or Donkey Kong. Some of those eyes do get pretty creepy. There are some weird... Yeah, the eyes tend to be a little too glossy. Um, like that snowman. Yeah, I, I can I can see where you're coming from on that one, even if I don't totally agree. But I also vote for Banjo. Alright, that's two for Banjo. Ooh. Heaven. Uh, Banjo. Ava. Uh, Banjo. All right, Banjo-Kazooie wins it and moves up to number 152. Ava, how does it compare to uh, Snipperclips Cut It Out Together? A co-op side-scrolling puzzle platformer all about mutilating your friends in the service of solving logic puzzles. While I do like Bowen more than the dude who makes this Banjo-Kazooie music, I'm still Grant Kirkhope. Grant Kirkhope. All right, Heaven? Banjo. That's two for Banjo. Crystal. Snipperclip. And Chelsea. Kazooie. All right. <laughs> Banjo-Kazooie takes it and keeps on it. <laughs> they think they found like a, a shock jump pad or shock spring jump pad <laughs> or something somewhere because they keep on shooting up the, the list. <laughs> Chelsea, how does it compare to Dragon Quest VI? Maburoshi no Daichi, the sixth Dragon Quest game. Uh, Banjo. All right, Crystal. Dragon Quest VI. That's one for each. Heaven. Uh, Dragon Quest. Ava. Dragon Quest does seem like it's pretty good, but me personally, I, I like three platformers and going Banjo Kazooie. Crystal, I've actually never me. played Banjo Kazooie. It's it's pretty all right. I really like Spyro, and I really like Super Mario. Crystal, sell me on Dragon Quest. So this is uh, the second SNES Dragon Quest. It kind of takes inspiration from A Link to the Past, where you are traveling between the real world and the dream world, okay. and your character looks exactly like Goku, but with blue hair. So you can imagine him as Super Saiyan Blue Goku. Sure. And uh, the, twi- no. the twist at the ends is that actually you're the dream. And the dream world you've been traveling to is the real world. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm going to go for Banjo-Kazooie. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that moves Banjo up to number 38. Uh, Ava, how does it compare to Return of the Obra Dinn? A, mis- a mystery game where you have to solve the murders of 60 people aboard an abandoned ship using your powers to see the last moment of their life. Obra Dinn. Heaven. Obradin. Crystal. Obradin. Chelsea. I really like Obradin, but I think I'd give it to uh, Banjo Kazooie. Ah. Well, Obradin takes it, and Banjo. Uh, <laughs> Breaks like, the string. Uh, it's like they pressed uh, press Z while they were in the air to do a uh, 
A B. A, oh shit! I don't remember what the butt slam is called. <laughs> no, that'd be called butt slam. The, well, this whole thing's falling apart. Anyway, <laughs> they move down to number fifty-seven. Chelsea, how does Banjo Kazooie compare to Run Man's Monster Fracas? Uh, a small, not Kazooie. infinite runner, but uh, you're a little guy. You got to run away from a big monster, and there's delightful whistle-based soundtracks happening. Uh, Crystal, Banjo Kazooie. All right, Evan. Uh, I guess Banjo. All right, Ava. Monster Fracas. Yeah, I'm also going Monster Fracas. We lose, but like, come on. <laughs> Monster Fracas got down there. It did, yeah. Not even in the top fifty anymore. Banjo moves down to number sixty-six. I think it means uh, it goes Ava. What's that? Up? Didn't it win against Monster Fracas? No. Oh, wait, no. Yes, it did. Shit. <laughs> One of these days I'll program an undo button into this son of a bitch. That'd be a good idea. I <laughs> uh, get to do it the old-fashioned way. Break out your pen and paper, everybody. We gotta do some mental math. What's 57 minus 38? That would be 49 minus 30. So we're at... That's 19. So half of 19 is 9. Rounded down. So 47 is where we're going. It moves up to number 47. Ava, how does Banjo-Kazooie compare to the Legend of Zelda Spirit Tracks, formerly the single greatest game of all time? I was really hoping that maybe sometimes the train comes at this time. I was really hoping I could get it to come right now, but uh, <laughs> not that lucky. Uh, Spirit Tracks. Gotta practice your train summoning. <laughs> Alright, that's one vote for Spirit Tracks, Heaven. Uh, Banjo. Alright. Uh, Crystal? Choo-choo. <laughs> Chelsea? Uh, banjo. Banjo. Uh, and Ava, you said Spirit Tracks, right? Yes. Um, hmm. I'll go with Spirit Tracks. I like Spirit Tracks. Uh, which means, uh, f- what's 47 minus 38? That's 9. So 38 plus 4 is 42, is what we're moving up to now. Wait, no. It lost the Spirit Tracks. Son of a. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> so 40. Oh, boy. <laughs> I'm dripping with flop sweat. <laughs> I haven't had to do math like this in a while. <laughs> it was at 57, right? Yeah, run man's mother. So what's halfway? Which, so, okay, it's going down to 52. Colossal Cave Adventure. Chelsea, how does it compare to Colossal Cave Adventure? That's arguably the father of all text adventure games. Uh, I think we can give it a banjo. All right. Uh, Crystal. Colossal Cave Adventure. All right, that's one for each. Heaven? Banjo. Okay, and Ava? Banjo. Banjo. All right, Banjo wins and moves up. <laughs> it moves up <laughs> to uh, a Trauma Center Under the Knife. <laughs> Ava, how does it compare to Trauma Center Under the Knife, the Nintendo DS arcade surgery simulator starring Derek Stylus? Trauma Center. All right, Heaven, how about you? Trauma Center. <laughs> Crystal. Under the knife. All right, and Chelsea. Um, it's it's a tough one. Is it? Because of reasons. Okay. What reasons are those? I, the reasons are, uh, being distracted. You forgot what it was going up against. No. Okay. I just haven't been thinking about it. I'm spacing. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm. That's fine. Trauma Center already won. I might have forgotten how to do this. Go ahead. Go ahead, then. 
All right. Uh, Trauma Center wins, in which case it moves down. Chelsea, how does Banjo-Kazooie compare to Street Fighter, the original fighting game, where you got to punch them buttons if you want to punch? Banjo. All right. Uh, Crystal. Banjo. Heaven. Banjo. And Ava. Banjo. All right. Banjo takes it and moves up for one final placement. Ava, how does it compare to Yakuza 0, the, what, fifth Yakuza game? It's a prequel that's all set in the before times, in the 80s, uh, all about Kiryu and Majima. Is that the other guy's name? Majima? They're coming up and doing cool Yakuza stuff. I don't know. Luke, please. Yeah. I think you'll see it says it's actually the zero game in the series. That's true. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, Yakuza. All right. Heaven. Yakuza. Crystal. Yakuza. All right. And Chelsea. Well, I'm just not going to vote. All right. <laughs> I don't know. I Yakuza seems cool. Kazooie also seems cool. Either way, it's yeah. a, it's a, Yakuza. Wow. I forgot how to speak. <laughs> Yakuza. Right. Banjo-Kazooie is placed at number 51, directly above Street Fighter, directly below Yakuza 0, one shy of the top 50. It did break the top 100, though. Uh, which means that my father's long, long legs is no longer one of the 100 best games of all time. Thank God. <laughs> and that means that we're moving on to Metal Gear 2 Solid Snake. Uh, a pick that Crystal made you know, seemingly just to uh, razz me on my pick. But go on and tell me why this is the best game of the 90s, Crystal. This is the game that is the basis for one of the best games of the 90s, Metal Gear Solid. Okay. I've linked a wiki article uh, detailing similarities between Metal Gear 2 Solid Snake and Metal Gear Solid. Yeah, would you like to read some selections from that wiki article? Uh, The return of a major character from the former game decked out as a ninja who was believed dead. Kyle Schneider in Metal Gear 2 and Gray Fox in Metal Gear Solid. That is a very specific similarity. (laughs) Uh, Roy Campbell is your commander, Master Miller giving you advice... The return of a major character as an ally in the previous game portraying you, Dr. Madnar slash Master Miller. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Having to look at Holly White slash Meryl Silverberg's ass. Wait, I forgot to... about that part in Metal Gear 2. Yeah, that's a part. Oh. All right. Uh, having to find a codec number on the back of the box. Yep. There's a whole bit in Metal Gear 2 where you don't even... Maybe you have to do that too, but there's a part where... There, you have to find a secret entrance to a place, and the way you do it is there is somebody, there's a prisoner you can't get to, but they're knocking on a wall, uh, and you just hear like this shitty little eight bit like boop beep boop noise, and you have to. They included a guide on how to decipher Viet uh, Vietnam War prisoners knock code, uh, so that you can translate their knocks into a radio frequency to call. Yeah, it's that game is wild. Uh, I'm gonna read off uh, what Moby Games has to say about it. In 1999, a great scientist named Keo Marv invented Oilex, a special petroleum purifying substance that was supposed to help in the upcoming oil crisis. 
Shortly after the invention became known in the world, Dr. Marv was abducted. An investigation showed that he was held captive in Zanzibar land, an isolated state in Central Asia which was ruled by a group of mercenaries from all around the world. Having Oilix in addition to nuclear weapons are bound to Zanzibar and invincible... Yeah. Having Oilix in addition to nuclear weapons are bound to Zanzibar, an invincible state that would sooner or later attempt to conquer the entire world. That's not a sentence. Roy Campbell, the ex-commander of Special Unit Foxhound, sends Solid Snake, the man who has single-handedly brought down the military nation of Outer Heaven four years ago, on a mission to infiltrate Zanzibar and to bring back the scientist and his invention. Like its predecessor, Metal Gear 2 Solid Snake is a stealth game. The driving element of the gameplay is to stay unnoticed. If guards spot you, you don't have much chance in combat unless you're armed with appropriate weapons, which aren't easily acquired. Snake can use a variety of weapons and gadgets to help him survive during his mission. He can also hide behind objects, punch guards, and crawl. From time to time, he'll have to participate in boss battles where stealth won't help anymore. Uh, yeah. Uh, Crystal's right that Metal Gear Solid is basically a remake of this game. This game's neat. I played it. It's kind of cool. Yeah, this has a lot more writing than the first one. This is kind of the first... This feels like a really big upgrade from the first Metal Gear, yeah. Yeah. Like, it's almost like a Legend of Zelda Link to the Past style jump. It's, uh, it's very, like, it, the story isn't as batshit as Metal Gear Solid stories are, but it's, is a lot. Uh, and there's, like, ideas in it, like, it's talking about the oil crisis and nuclear bombs and all this stuff. Uh, it's, Yeah, a lot of ideas in this game they keep coming back to, like, the confrontation in MGS3 kind of, like, almost quotes directly some of the confrontation, some of the lines from the confrontation at the end of this game. God, I didn't even put that together, but you're totally right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Solid Snake is, like, haunted by what happened in the first game. It's, it's, it's cool. I like this game. I guess let's figure out how good it deserves to be. That's not the right way to phrase that, but you know what? That movie <laughs> game's page had bad writing in it, too. <clears throat> we were going to start this one. We're back on track with the program. So we're starting at number 305. Uh, Ava, how does Metal Gear 2 compare to Lips, I Heart the 80s, a karaoke game featuring hit songs from the 1980s? Why does so much Metal Gear stuff use Zanzibar as like a MacGuffin word for any place they want? Well, it's just this one, and then other games refer back to this one. Okay. I didn't realize this one was canon. Yeah, this is... You're thinking of... uh, Metal Gear, you're thinking of Snake's Revenge, which oh, was a okay. non-canon sequel to Metal Gear gotcha. uh, for the NES that uh, generally is kind of disregarded. Hideo Kojima doesn't hate that game, but he was like, huh, I mean, people want more Metal Gear. I can just go make another Metal Gear. I'll do it. Sure. And he's been doing it ever since. That's a very good point. I'm going to go with Lips, I Heart the 80s. <laughs> All right. Heaven. Uh, Metal Gear. All right. Crystal. Yeah, I was going to say, not only is this game canon, it's like one of the most canon yeah metal like, gear solid metal gear solid it like references this constantly and expects you to have played it yeah you have or, play it or have read like the in-depth plot synopsis of it that you can find in the menus yeah like there's long monologues about like what characters think about what happened in this obscure well i don't think it's obscure in japan but it's obscure here yeah anyway uh, crystal how my vote's for Metal Gear. All right. Uh, Chelsea. Uh, Metal Gear. All right. Metal Gear takes it and moves up. 
number 152. Chelsea, how does Metal Gear 2 compare to uh, Mermaid no Kisetsu? This was, of course, a game that we placed that I remember everything about. It was a visual novel. Oh, it's a PlayStation port of the PC, PC hentai visual novel with stripped adult content. That's cool. Oh. Uh. <laughs> uh. Uh. Hey, uh, Luke. <laughs> what? Yeah. Uh, it, the does game say, it does say it's about a high school sophomore. Uh. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. It is stripped of all adult content, but. Yeah, that's a. That's a. That's a gray area. That's a deep gray that I don't really... Sorry. This is a 152? I've got to step away from this one. This one's one's touching West Front Omega. That's blasphemy. I've got to just leave this one unexamined for the moment, Chelsea. How do you compare Mermaid no Kisetsu to Metal Gear 2? Metal Gear. All right. Uh, Crystal. Metal Gear. Uh, Heaven. Oh man, I am a big fan of mermaids, but I'm gonna have to go with Metal Gear on this one. I'm gonna tell you, I don't think there's any mermaids in Mermaid no Kisetsu. Is that the Kisetsu? <laughs> <laughs> uh, or the, uh, the Himitsu? The secret? Uh, Ava? Uh, mermaid. Alright, uh, Metal Gear wins. And moves up to number 76. Uh, Ava, how does it compare to uh, Lifeline, a mobile game where you have to help a stranded teenage astronaut survive a harsh world, uh, and they send you texts in, like, quasi-real time. They'll be like, okay, I'm going to try to walk over here. Give me, like, a couple hours. And then they'll text you in a couple hours and be like, okay, now what should I do? I tried to play it recently. I got them killed very fast. Are they a teenager? Yeah, they're teenagers. They're in high school. They say I that. Sort of. I thought they were in college. Maybe they're in college. I maybe I've read them as high school when I shouldn't have. I don't know. <laughs> I will say the the main character in Lifeline I find super annoying. And I'm glad. <laughs> he's, yeah, me too. And I'm glad he's dead. Anyway, <laughs> I'm voting for Lifeline. <laughs> Damn. I um, wanted to like Lifeline, but the the Riley I think is their name. Their speech uh, patterns Taylor. really got on my nerves. Like I said, I didn't play a ton of it. They seem fine to me. Heaven, uh, how about you? I wasn't paying attention. Which lifeline is this? <laughs> this is the lifeline. It's the mobile game. Oh. You gotta help uh, it's, a teen astronaut survive a harsh planet. This isn't the PlayStation 2 game where you have to use no. the microphone. Okay, Metal Gear then. <laughs> Alright, that's two for Metal Gear. Crystal. Metal Gear. Chelsea. Um, lifeline. Alright. Uh, Metal Gear takes it and moves up to number 39. Getting up there. Sneaking right up the top of the list uh chelsea how does it compare to beautiful joe the stylish 2d action platformer where you play as joe and have to use the power of movies themselves to save a crazy tokusatsu world that's a great question uh i guess beautiful joe all right it's one for beautiful joe crystal metal gear 2 that's one for each heaven metal gear ava beautiful joe uh, I like both these games. I didn't want to pick. Yeah. <laughs> Crystal, sell me on Metal Gear. I, I mean, listen, I know why, but tell me why I should vote for it. 
I mean, Metal Gear 2 has a lot of really cool iconic sequences, like a time you get ambushed by four hidden attackers in the elevator. Yeah. Uh, using a stinger missiles to fight the hind D. Wow. Uh, the, the chase up the spiral staircase. I uh, mean... Fighting a piloted Metal Gear. Okay, but... <laughs> doing an unarmed hand-to-hand fight with the Metal Gear pilot after you destroy the Metal Gear. Yeah, that part uh, is better in Metal Gear 2, though, actually. Yeah, escape from the enemy base. Yeah, that... Being chased by a horde of guards. Yeah. Holly just wanted to be an ice skater. Yeah. She just wanted to be an Olympic ice skater, and she never could have... I forget what her deal was. She, like, broke her leg or something? I don't remember. Was... Wait. Is her story just Wait, the story Wait, no, no, of... no. You're thinking of... What? Aren't you thinking of uh, Miller's daughter? I don't remember. It's I thought been a... Holly was a journalist. Maybe. I might be getting characters mixed up. It's been a while since I played this game. Uh, alright, alright. Uh, Ava, why should I vote for Beautiful Joe? Uh, I just don't like Metal Gear. <laughs> well. I also uh, honestly don't like Beautiful Joe that much either, but I hate I hate it less than I hate everything about Metal Gear. Well, I mostly like Metal Gear, so I'm gonna go for Metal Gear. I was a bad you... person to pick for that defense. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was you or Chelsea, and Chelsea kind of didn't know either. <laughs> Uh, Alright, it's moving up to number 19. Ava, how does Metal Gear 2 Solid Snake compare to Halo 3, uh, the uh, the finale of the Halo trilogy that revolutionized online gaming and finished the fight once and for all with the help of Mountain Dew Game Gear Tap? No, it was... Yeah, Mountain Dew. That was it. The game fuel. Halo 3. Uh, Ava. Or no, Heaven, sorry. I'll vote again. <laughs> <laughs> no, Metal Gear... One for each. Crystal. It's gotta be Halo. Alright, Chelsea. Metal Gear. Oh. <laughs> Come on, even Crystal voted for Halo. Here's the thing. I think I think my head says Halo. But I think my heart says Metal Gear. Yeah. Crystal, change my mind. Honestly, I'm fine with either of these outcomes. Alright, cool. I'm... Metal Gear it is. <laughs> <laughs> Halo 3 is, like, is a game that came out when I was 14, right. so yeah, I'm biased. Of course, of course. Metal Gear 2 moves up to number 9. Chelsea, how does it compare to Grim Fandango, the 3D point-and-click adventure from the fine folks at LucasArts? You gotta, you're like a go, skeleton, solving skeleton mysteries, I don't know. Grim Fandango. Crystal. Metal Gear. Heaven. Metal Gear. Ava. Grim Fandango. That ties it. Here's the thing. This is like the easiest march to the top I've ever seen. (laughs) (laughs) Well, here's the thing. Generally, as a rule, I try to remove my own taste from this and just kind of try to be something approaching objective. But I really like Metal Gear, and people have been pooping all over MGS2 for, like, years now. And then they're happy. More than I wanted them to. <laughs> it seems I mean, like it's probably like one of the most successful game franchises of all time. No, I just mean on this podcast specifically. And it's it's, uh, it's number eighty one right now. There's like eighty one games between it and where I think it ought to be on this list. So, so what you're saying is this is purely for your own personal retribution? Yeah, that's right. I'm voting Metal Gear. Uh. Metal Gear 2 is so good it got remade twice as Metal Gear Solid and Metal Gear Solid 2. <laughs> Alright, Metal Gear 2 is moving up to number 4. 
Oh, uh, Ava, how does it compare to Butterfly Soup, a heartfelt and emotional visual novel about uh, being a uh, teen? Uh, only one of those teen. games was made. Only one of those. Only one of those games was probably made by was made by a huge bigot. I'm going with Butterfly Soup. Mm. Uh, Heaven. Oh, this is tough, but I guess I'm gonna have to go with Butterfly Soup on this one. Crystal. Metal's Gear. Chelsea. Butterfly Soup. Yeah, that's that's Thank fine. God. <laughs> All right. Uh, Metal Gear moves down to number six. Chelsea, how does it compare to Cookie's Bustle? It's Cookie's Bustle. It, you're a cookie. You're a little teddy bear girl. Or maybe you're a human girl who just sees herself as a teddy bear. Unclear. I think you're I a human know. girl who gets turned into a teddy bear. That's also a possibility. <laughs> you go to a, a, a magical techno island that's been half taken over by aliens to compete in the Olympics, but then get drawn into a crazy conflict of intrigue and terrorism. Cookie. Crystal. This game is, is new to me. Give me yeah. a second. Yeah, we placed it at the live show that you could make. Uh, come back to me. All right, fair enough. Heaven. Uh, Metal Gear. All right, Ava. Cookie. Cookie. Uh, I am also going to vote Cookie, so, I mean, Crystal, we don't need your vote, but I'm curious. Uh, cookie. All right. Metal Gear moves down to number seven. Ava, how does it compare to The Missing J.J. Macfield in an island, The Island of Memories, a puzzle platformer about a young woman uh, who has to mutilate her own body and then heal it over and over again in order to save her girlfriend? J.J. Macfield. Heaven. Oh, The Missing, no question. Yeah. Uh, uh, Crystal? Metal Gear. All right, Chelsea? The Missing. Yeah, I'm also voting Missing. God, the missing fucking mm, good. You know what? I said MGS2 should be at the top. It shouldn't. Missing should be above it. <laughs> that that one I'll allow. Damn, I should play this game. You should play the missing. It's very good. Uh, all right. Chelsea, how does Metal Gear 2 compare to Tales of Symphonia, Dawn of a New World? A game which, uh, by being at number eight, undermines this entire list possibly, according to people who've yelled at me. Metal Gear. Alright, alright, Crystal. It's very similar games. Yeah? In what way? I haven't played this. Uh, they're both sequels. <laughs> <laughs> I, wh- why do people say this game's bad? Just... Everyone, everyone other than... We did this on a birthday episode, and they said it was really good. Was it, was <laughs> okay. it Dylan who did it? I, I forget. think so. I'm sorry, whoever it was. Dylan, possibly? I'm sorry. Uh, they really, really like it, and they made it sound really cool. It's like you play as, like, I don't remember what it was, but it sounded cool, and so it made it really high, and then everyone was like, what the fuck did you do? Why'd you place Tales of Symphonia 2 that high, you dummy? So, I, I don't know. I I have a soft spot for Wii RPGs, so I guess I'll vote Tales. Alright, that is one for each. Heaven. Uh, Metal Gear. Okay. Ava. Uh, Tales of Symphonia. That ties it. Uh, you know what? Uh, this Metal Gear vote has been fueled by spite for the past few times I voted for it. I feel spiteful about Tales of Symphonia now, too. I'm a fan of that game while knowing nothing about it whatsoever, just because people have yelled at me over it. So I'm going to vote for Tales. Oh. Luke? <laughs> yeah, what's up? I thought you said this whole 50 years of gaming or whatever, wherever it was, was to yeah. get that out of the top 10 so people don't yell at you at PAX. 
Oh, right. Well, too late now. <laughs> I've copied and pasted Metal Gear into the slot at number nine. Oh, okay. Don't worry, I'm sure everyone in this chat really likes StarCraft. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, Metal Gear 2 Solid Snake is now one of the ten best games ever made. Directly above Grim Fandango, directly below Tales of Symphonia. Tetris for the Game Boy, no longer one of the top ten best games of all time. Yakuza 0, no longer in the top 50. And, uh, let's see, No Man's Sky, no longer in the top 100. Change is happening. Uh, I will say for the record, Metal Gear 2 is currently the second highest placed 90s game. Nothing has managed to yet topple Pac-Man 2 The New Adventures. <laughs> That's the best game of the 1990s. <laughs> but maybe Emergency Call Ambulance can do it. I haven't talked to you about this one. Oh yeah, so Emergency Call Ambulance is an arcade game made in mm-hmm. 1999 by Sega. Okay. And it is a driving game, very similar to Crazy Taxi. However, okay. in this one, you are driving an ambulance, and there is a, this sounds good so there far. is a life on the line. The stakes are not okay. just getting someone to where they want to go. If you don't get them to the hospital, they will die. Oh, wow. And uh, the game still has the same kind of wacky feel as Crazy Taxi. Like, everyone's <laughs> driving all weird and stuff is falling everywhere. Death hanging over it. But then you lose and the, the person you were transporting uh, with their dying breath says something like, I don't want to die. <laughs> and that's oh my it. God. That's incredible. I suck at this. Yeah, uh, Moby Games doesn't have too much more than what you already said. Uh, Emergency Call Ambulance is an arcade driving game created by Sega and the fourth installment of its real-life career series. You begin by choosing between automatic or four-speed manual transmission. God, you have to choose the transmission style. Of the ambulance, yes. And not only that, but if you move the shifter in a certain way before you start the game... You can enter a secret code to not use an ambulance, but instead just carry them all the way to the hospital on a stretcher. Oh my god! <laughs> the game like consists of driving an ambulance while attempting to safely dra- deliver patients to the hospital across four separate cases. You must do this while avoiding obstacles and within the time limit, i.e. your patient's health point indicator. Crashing will cause the patient's health to drastically worsen and it's a game over once the counter hits zero. Oh, this game sounds rad, actually. Yes. <laughs> Seems pretty good. And uh, when it was distributed to arcades in America, they uh, printed that it was dedicated to the citizens of each like city that the arcade game was placed in. Wow. And we, at the Fan Gamer office, actually have one of these. That it rules. Says it was dedicated to the citizens of Tempe. And uh, I've played it quite a bit, and I love it. That, this game sounds rad. It's one of those games you can only get... Uh, it's only in arcade, so no home Yeah, version. yeah. But it really Man. benefits from it. The, the sirens, uh, you know, go off on the cabinet, and it's, it's a beautiful game. <laughs> God, yeah, it sounds good. Let's figure out how good it is. It's starting at number 305. Uh, Chelsea, how does Emergency Call Ambulance compare to 
SpongeBob SquarePants, SpongeBob Truth or Square. It's a 3D platformer starring everyone's favorite sponge. Uh, emergency call ambulance. All right. Uh, Crystal. Ambulance. Heaven. Emergency call ambulance. Ava. Emergency call ambulance. (laughs) (laughs) Music number 152. Ava, how does it compare to West Front Omega, the Amulet of Vega, a game just slightly better than Mermaid no Kisetsu? Ah, fuck. Emergency call ambulance. All right. Emergency call ambulance. Crystal. Ambulance. Chelsea. Ambulance. The ambulance is, uh, there must be an emergency up at the top of the list, because that's where it's going. (laughs) (sighs) Chelsea, how does it compare to number 76, Hotel Dusk Room 215, a Nintendo DS adventure game where you play as Kyle Hyde, a hard-boiled, deadbeat cop who's... Shown up at a dusty little motel in the middle of nowhere to solve one big mystery. Hotel Dust. Crystal. Ambulance. It's one for each heaven. Emergency call ambulance. Ava. Dusk. That ties it. I like Hotel Dusk a lot, but the heaven has sold me on the. The heaven sold me on emergency call ambulance pretty hard, honestly. <laughs> Uh, so it's moving up to number 38. Uh, Ava, how does it compare to style-savvy trendsetters? A uh, Nintendo 3DS game all about making cool styles for people. Wow, this game... Uh, hmm. <laughs> uh, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, uh, let's go style-savvy. Alright. That just seems like my thing. What can I sure. say? I, too, am style-savvy. And it's a <laughs> yeah. set trends. Heaven, this is another game you nominated yes. for this list. This was a, the most difficult decision for me because <laughs> I love both of these games so much. <laughs> ah. Yeah, well, it's Let's Play, so we're making you pit your children against each other. Oh my god. What number on the list are we at? We're on 38. Ooh. Do I like style study more? Or emergency call ambulance more. Let me throw this idea out to you. Style Savvy's position is locked until peer review, however, whenever that might happen. Emergency call ambulance has at least the potential to go the distance. <laughs> Alright. Let's do it. Let's send that ambulance to the hospital at the top of the list. <laughs> That's one for each, Crystal. Wee-oo, wee-oo, wee-oo. They should have put this game on the Wii U. Oh, they should have. <laughs> Chelsea? I feel like there are other games about like being style savvy. I don't think there's a lot of games about driving an ambulance. Yeah, between the two, I think you might be right. Emergency yeah. call. Like, neither is a super common type of game, but I think, it, I think ambulances are more rare. Yeah, alright, so uh, emergency call moves up to number 19. Chelsea, how does it compare to the quest for the golden egg cup? A luxurious text adventure. <laughs> An irreverent text adventure where you have to help God find his egg cup so he can have breakfast. Uh, emergency call ambulance. Alright, Crystal. 
Ambulance. Heaven. Emergency call ambulance. <laughs> Ava. God, the cover art for Golden Egg Cup is such a flagrant ripoff of Monty Python the Holy Grail. Uh, I'm going to go with Emergency Call Ambulance. What's the opposite of a landmine? Because that's what Emergency Call Ambulance just stepped on. <laughs> uh, Alright, Emergency Call Ambulance wins and moves up to number 9. Hey, but how's it compared to Metal Gear 2 Solid God. State? Hey. Emergency Call Ambulance. Emergency. Right. Uh, uh, heaven. Emergency call ambulance. Crystal. Metal Gear 2. Alright, Chelsea. Uh, emergency. Emergency call ambulance takes it and it moves up. Uh, I'm wondering how... I don't remember how the math works. If it, like, breaks the right way and it gets to... No, it either has to fight Celeste or Butterfly Soup. It's got a hard fight no matter what. Ooh. Never mind. Uh, it's going up against Butterfly Soup. Chelsea? Butterfly Soup. Uh, Crystal. Ambulance. Heaven. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Both fine games. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, these are both two of the ten best games of all time, to our knowledge. Two of the best eight. Yeah. I guess the emergency call ambulance. All right. Ava. Uh, butterfly soup. Butterfly soup. Um... Butterfly Soup sounds like it is uh, tremendously written. A uh, lot of, uh, you know, heartfelt emotion. I bet I would really appreciate it and love it if I played it. But I'm in kind of a burn-the-world-down mode tonight, so I'm voting for the ambulance. Uh, which moves it up to number two. Ooh. Ava, how does it compare to Portal 2, the first-person physics-bending puzzle game where you and your pal Wheatley have got to solve more of Gladys's dastardly tricks? Listen, I love to ride in the back of an ambulance as much as the next person, but uh, or I'm a scientist. I gotta vote for Portal 2. Alright, uh, heaven. Oh, emergency call ambulance. That's one for each. Crystal. Ambulance. That's two for the ambulance. Chelsea, you got up from your seat and came into the room I'm recording in to shake your head at me judgmentally. For the idea of uh, voting against <laughs> Portal 2 here. So how do you vote? Oh, it wasn't against Portal 2. It was Butterfly Soup. Okay. <laughs> well, how do you vote? Uh, Portal 2. That ties it. No, fuck it. <laughs> I'm ready. Let's, let's, let's get this ambulance to the hospital. I'm voting for the ambulance. No! <laughs> oh. I love this energy. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's been a little while since we've had a real chaotic episode here. I'm, I'm for it. Chelsea... <laughs> How does Emergency Call Ambulance compare to Undertale, the heartfelt indie RPG with the outstanding music where you have to save an underground realm of monsters from, you know, bad stuff? Undertale. <laughs> Crystal. Emergency Call Ambulance. <laughs> Heaven. Oh, no. Oh, this has been <laughs> just a series of the most difficult decisions. <laughs> I love Undertale so much. Of course. But also, Emergency Call Ambulance is really good. Listen, sure. okay, listen, Emergency Call Ambulance seems like a joyous time, but how bad do you really want to play Crazy Taxi right now? Because it is literally just a reskin of that. 
I'm watching a video where the president's plane crashes and you need to drive the president to the hospital. <laughs> Fuck, that rules. Which president? But it's, is the soundtrack any good? It's the president, <laughs> like the president so of an Clinton, undisclosed yeah. country. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I need your vote, Heaven. No, can I stall more? <laughs> I'll, I'll move on to Ava for a moment. <laughs> I can't believe this has already beat Tetris. That was oh, that yeah. was a hard. That was a hard one for me. Uh, yeah, I'm voting for Undertale because I'm on Chelsea's side. I'm on your right shoulder, telling you to do the right thing. <laughs> um. I'm gonna vote for ambulance, not because I particularly think it should what? win, but because I want to force heaven to break the tie. Oh my god! No, you don't. Oh. Stop listening. Chelsea is staring at me very bad, bad, very angrily. I live here now. I can't kill you. <laughs> I mean, whatever. Pac-Man Two: The New Adventure is already up there. Let's just. Heaven, I'm throwing my you. papers in the fire. We don't need the scientific method anymore. I need your vote. Okay, fine. I'm voting for Undertale. Oh, All thank right. God. Thank you. <laughs> thank you for sparing my life. Here's my philosophy in arcade games. Yeah, what's that? All driving arcade games are awesome. <laughs> they oh. are. I've nope. never had a bad time with That's one. The opposite you know what, you're right. That's the opposite of my opinion. That's why. That's why you you pay just to play it once. It's worth it. <laughs> that's a ripoff. <sighs> all right. Our next game is StarCraft. Ava, tell, talk to me about why StarCraft is the best game of all time. Actually, no, I didn't. I didn't give Emergency Call Ambulance its proper send off. Uh, it's at number two, directly above Portal Two, directly below Undertale. Uh, Grim Fandango, no longer part of the top ten. Trauma Center Under the Knife, no longer part of the top fifty, and. Uh, what do we got? Hunt the Wumpus, no longer one of the top 100. Now, Ava, talk Hello, to Hello, Mr. President, no longer 69. Damn! Oh, we fucked up. All right. <laughs> Shit. Well. I take back all my votes. I can't believe, I can't believe what's about to happen, but I'm, I'm about to fight to make it so StarCraft isn't the worst game of the 90s on this list. <laughs> Which is not something I consider ever after you, considering that uh, StarCraft holds, I think right now, four Guinness World Records, best-selling strategy video game. Uh, I also said uh, some of these are just for fun. Longest video game marathon, and mm-hmm. highest uh, the highest career uh, in an esport for a woman was in StarCraft. Okay, okay. StarCraft is also on something I found of a. Uh, this is an interesting Wikipedia page of a uh, video games considered the best. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Ava, if it helps, um, the lowest ranked 90s game on this list is Lucky Charms Memory Machine at 611, so I think Ooh. it'll win. I don't Ooh. think it'll get that low. I gotta, I gotta fight pretty hard now. Uh, StarCraft uh, innovated the idea of, uh, a, of like an asymmetrical uh, multiplayer experience, which has been pretty popular since then. Uh, other scenarios sort of had that in a, like a lighter format, but StarCraft really innovated by having it be like the core mechanics of different factions were different. And also, unlike a lot of other RTSs at the time, they were more about a smaller, more balanced experience that could be made competitive, as opposed to something like Command & Conquer or other things, which was just looking for a larger pool of units. Uh, StarCraft helped pull the country of South Korea out of an economic recession uh, and became a major industry for them. Well, Uh, all right. And is 
what uh, is like the first esports success story. Admittedly, I don't really like esports, but right. I think it goes to show that people sort of like this game. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It was also the uh, the start of uh, like video game cinematics. Uh, it was at least it was when Blizzard started their uh, cinematic department. Sure. And sort of started to popularize that in video games. And right. it's also really good. The story's pretty good. Like, I mean, StarCraft 2 is a shit story, but I think StarCraft has good beats. And, I mean, I really like RTSs. I think it looks cool. I really like StarCraft. No, that's, that's totally fine. Here's what uh, Moby Games has to say about StarCraft. In the distant future, a small group of human exiles have been doomed to fight for survival on the edge of the galaxy. Through military strength, espionage, and deceit, a unified Terran government has maintained an uneasy peace. But a previously unknown species, the Zerg, has started overrunning their colonies. Furthermore, a second alien species, the enigmatic Protoss, become intent on stopping the Zerg. The Protoss solution, however, is to extinguish all life on Zerg-infested planets, including many surviving residents. Terrans. At the same time, rebel factions within the Terran government are gaining popular support during the Zerg crisis. The time for war has come! Gameplay in StarCraft has clear similarities to Blizzard's earlier Warcraft 2. Building units requires credits and a power source, and once completed, you can direct them into combat against foes. You only know the layout of terrain you have visited, and only the exact whereabouts of enemy units which are ranged for one of your units due to the fog of war. Each of the three races has a distinct range of units and general strengths. Zerg units are quick to build, Terran units cost the least, and Protoss units are the most powerful individually. In a, cha- in a change for many strategy games, the base style for each race also varies significantly, resulting in a very different playing experience with each. Missions vary from destruction to infiltration. Realistic line of sight calculations make the correction result more likely. Uh, make the correct result more likely. Excuse me. A full map editor is provided, with many user-created maps available online. That's another big thing, is StarCraft, uh, without StarCraft, we wouldn't have a lot of game, like PC game modes that became popular, such as like tower defenses were invented in the StarCraft map editor. Right, right. Uh, Dota was WarCraft, though, right? Uh, Dota, actually, the first like Dota-style game was in StarCraft as well. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, I played a little bit of StarCraft 64, on the Nintendo 64? Uh, I don't think... I, I will say the, the version we're placing is going to be the PC version. That's fair. I was going to joke. I was going to joke we should do the N64 version. But no, I'm here to fight now. Hell yeah. No, no. By all means, I, I want that verve. All right. Well, uh, I guess let's see where this game belongs on this list. There was genuinely a point in my life... Uh, as a teenager, where every single night I went to sleep, I had a dream about StarCraft. Hell yeah. Hell I yeah. liked StarCraft a lot as a teenager. I used to be platinum when StarCraft 2 came out. Nice. Uh, all right. We are going to start at number 305 once again. Ava, is StarCraft better or worse than. One moment. Let me find it. Pop and Twinbee Rainbow Bell Adventures. Uh, Candy coated beautiful platformer featuring Twinbee from, like, those Konami shmups? I don't know. I actually really like the visual style of this. Yeah, I like this. This game seems neat, but yes, okay. Uh, Heaven. Uh, if it was one of the shmup Twinbees, maybe, but StarCraft. Alright, that's two for StarCraft. Uh, Crystal. StarCraft. Uh, Chelsea. StarCraft. Alright. 
StarCraft moves up to number 152. Uh, Chelsea, how does StarCraft compare to Prey 2017, a first-person immersive simulator where you're stranded on a space station with nothing but a bunch of coffee mugs that are secretly aliens? StarCraft. Crystal. StarCraft. That's two for StarCraft. Heaven. StarCraft. Ava. StarCraft. All right. That movie StarCraft up to 76. Ava, how does it compare to Tekken 7, the 3D fighting game that's all the rage these days? Uh, uh, I'm going to... I mean, StarCraft Reborn probably has more of a competitive scene than Tekken 7 does, but... Uh, oh, Tekken 7 had a pretty healthy competitive scene. Does it? I, I thought so. I mean, but, like, listen... Starcraft Brood War is pretty crazy. I mean, it's not as big as it used to be, but it's right. pretty crazy. Like I said, pulled the country, helped pulse the country of South Korea out of an economic recession. I, I will give you that at its prime, Starcraft had a bigger competitive scene than just about any game there is. Yeah, and the fall-off's pretty slow. Like, there's, like, you know, there was still, like, Doritos, like, Starcraft-branded Doritos as, like, late as, like, 2012, 2013. For sure. And, like, even when StarCraft 2 came out. Yeah, yeah. Like, there was a StarCraft 2 scene and a StarCraft 1 scene concurrently. And they yeah, were StarCraft big. 2, I don't think, like, I think it only ever briefly beat the Brood War scene. Like, StarCraft 2 Brood War, I think, stayed uh, way more steady for longer. I gotcha. All right, uh, that's one for StarCraft Heaven. StarCraft. All right. Uh, Crystal. StarCraft. Chelsea. What's up, Ants? I don't Tekken. remember. Tekken 7. It's already lost. <laughs> See? I'm not the only one. Uh, Starcraft. It's already lost. It already won. It didn't matter anymore. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Chelsea, how does Starcraft compare to Legend of Heroes Trails of Cold Steel? An RPG that sounds like it's kind of like Persona, but in like more of a war setting and maybe with less creepiness than Persona tends to have. It actually sounds like a cool game that I want to try sometime. Yeah, that game. All right. Uh, Crystal. Starcraft. It's one for each heaven. Starcraft. Ava. Uh, Legend of Heroes is about uh, a JRPG where adventurers are in a prestigious military academy that travel the continent on missions, sort of like the new Fire Emblem game. I'm going to go with Starcraft. All right. (laughs) Uh, Starcraft moves up to number 19. It's, It's ascending to the stars, Ava. It's doing it. Yeah, this is maybe one of the first ones I've ever been personally invested in. Oh. <laughs> as much as I sort of hate Blizzard. Yeah, right, Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's the thing. Listen, I just voted a whole bunch for a Hideo Kojima game. <laughs> Ava, uh, how does StarCraft compare to Near Automata, an action RPG about very sad, very horny robots? Uh, StarCraft. Uh, Near. Crystal. StarCraft. That's two for StarCraft. Chelsea? Nier. That ties it. Ava, I fucking love Nier. Talk me out of voting for Nier. Well, uh, what was... I feel like there was a game that came out recently where people were like, oh, I sort of realize now this is what I wish Nier was. Uh, Oh, it was uh, Kingdom Hearts 3. Maybe, yeah. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) There were parts in Kingdom Hearts 3 that kind of do things similar to what Nier did. Yeah. There's not really a lot of, like, AI stuff in StarCraft 1. There's a little bit in StarCraft 2. In StarCraft 1, there is, like, the part of one of the Protoss things is, like, if a warrior's real good, they'll upload their brain to, like, in a, like 
a body, like a dragoon or an immortal to like fight forever. Uh, you know, here's what I'll say. Here's what I'll say. I never, I haven't played Near Automata as the thing, but I, if like it's real good, I'd recommend it. It's good. <laughs> I, I do want to play it, but I also hear like a lot of shit about it. But like Starcraft is like Starcraft is also like a weirdly simple, like like obviously it takes a lot of stuff to learn, but like it gives you like a campaign that lets you learn it. And when you play it, it's a lot of fun, and it like is always freaking different. He, he, here's it, what I will say here: uh, Near Automata is a game all about uh, reaching out a hand to other people, uh, even when you're afraid, and even when you're horny. Uh, <laughs> it's it's about showing kindness. We'll say we'll say uh, Starcraft is a big corruption subplot, <laughs> or actually, honestly, I'd say plot. I think I said plot. Uh, it's, a game, it's a game about how kindness and love uh, can bring us out of the darkest holes, um, and it and it tries to really have an ending that makes you feel those themes, you know, about coming together to to save everybody. But you're telling me the StarCraft like <laughs> saved a country, so I think it just really uh, actualized Nier's themes better than Nier did. So I'm gonna go with StarCraft. Ooh. I'm saying yes. the entire StarCraft esports scene is the ending E of Nier writ large. Hey. <laughs> and I'm voting for StarCraft. You know what's fucked up about Nier? What's that? They make characters based on Jean-Paul Sartre, yeah, and Simone de Beauvoir, yeah. And portrayed Simone as like a woman who's obsessed with making herself beautiful so she can win the approval of Jean Paul. Right. When in real life, it's like Jean Paul just plagiarized everything from Simone de Beauvoir. To be fair, I don't think uh, Soxa, the robot, is uh, portrayed very positively in that game. <laughs> He's kind of a piece of shit. He is a piece of shit, but Simone de Beauvoir is not uh, portrayed as the. Uh, the intellectual in that relationship that's that's fair that's fair also you do get to play you do get to play some rebels with a cause in starcraft yeah anyway uh starcraft wins and moves up to number nine uh <laughs> ava how does it compare to tales of symphonia dawn of a new world starcraft all right heaven uh i'm going with the esports starcraft all right crystal starcraft all right, uh, Chelsea. Starcraft. All right, you sound disappointed to be voting for it. I just no, I'm fine. All right, <laughs> uh, that moves it up to number four. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Chelsea, how does it compare to Pac-Man Two: The New Adventures, the sequel to the arcade hit Pac-Man that completely revolutionizes the way we interact with video games, nay, narrative fiction? Pac-Man. <laughs> Crystal. Starcraft. It's the one for each. Uh, heaven. Uh, Starcraft. <laughs> Ava. Hey, Luke, you know what happens when you leave leaks in your boat? When you got What's leaks that? in your boat, the rats get in. The rats get in through those holes. I'm voting for Starcraft. Ava, can I ask you a question? Yes. Just what is it that makes that raft so stark? <laughs> Uh, what? <laughs> like I think I get the joke, but also it's not good. It's the uh, it's the it's the binding of good games and esports. Right. Great. God, I gotta say the the huge PC gamer teenager in me is real happy yeah. right now. Yeah, yeah. 
well, <laughs> Ava, how does uh, StarCraft compare to number two, Emergency Call Adventure? Huh? Or call Ambulance Adventure. Right? <laughs> emergency Call Adventure. I was compared to Emergency Call Ambulance, the arcade ambulance driving game. Uh, StarCraft. Heaven. Emergency Call Ambulance. That's one Okay, also let me say this. Let me say this. Yeah, yeah, Emergency yeah. Call Ambulance has arcade machines. StarCraft has entire building had had entire buildings, probably still does, uh, had entire like PC bongs devoted to just playing StarCraft. Mm-hmm. All right. StarCraft is one of the most influential games of all time. Yeah. So what are you voting for? StarCraft. Okay. <laughs> Chelsea. Uh, wait, no, emergency ambulance call. Chelsea, you betrayed me. I. Mm, all right, I'll vote for StarCraft. Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> eventful episode. <laughs> Much like the 90s. Oh. Yeah. Listen, we're all 90s kids. All right, that means that uh, it's got a shot at the top, baby. Chelsea, how does. Uh... Undertale! Crystal, how does StarCraft compare to Undertale? StarCraft. It's one for each. Undertale. Ava. Listen, I just like strategy games more than I like bullet hells. I'm voting for StarCraft. Uh, that's, uh, that's two for each, right? Yep. Yeah. Alright, yeah, I'm voting for Undertale. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, yeah, you know, this is... Uh, already, I can't believe I got it this far. I thought I was gonna get. Yeah. I thought I literally was gonna lose like the first vote because everyone was just gonna be like, you know, RTS is just not my thing. Maybe if I play no. it, I don't know. It, it depends on the uh, the group that you get on Let's Play. And you kind of. To be fair, though. To be fair, this is this is the RTS. <laughs> this is the RTS. Uh, this is perhaps also us atoning for our sins and shitting on every other strategy game we've played. And it got a lot of mm-hmm. easy matchups too. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, mean, to be fair. Uh, you know, those little chaotic binges we have every now and then is just the perfect ladder for something mediocre to okay to just really, really ascend. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, also have an emergency call ambulance got the quest for the golden egg cup, so you got no place to complain. <laughs> hey, I'm not complaining. I'm just pointing it out. Yeah, you got fucking, you got the quest for the golden egg cup and Starcraft got near Automata. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, what was I gonna say? Yeah, no, your point about the, you know, getting random mediocre games up sometimes just creates a ladder like this. To me, it's, th- these bouts of chaos are kind of like, uh, the third Fast and the Furious movie. Where, like, the first two, you know, they're a fun time, but then the third movie has so many weird swerves that then the, like, four through seven have to, like, pick up the pieces of and try to make sense of in a way that made for a real fun cinematic universe. In a lot of ways, that's the problem with Fast and Furious at this point, is they've Run, they need another shakeup. They need another quest for the Golden Egg Cup voted for the top to make Fast and the Furious a good movie series again. Also, Thank you like, for coming to my TED Talk. If the top quarter of the list was just like games everyone knew and agreed were good, then it'd be less fun to listen to. <laughs> it is my genuine opinion that any average arcade racing game is better than the average console game. All right. I mean, I've console I've, game. Not start not StarCraft 64. <laughs> Anyhow, let's talk about my game. We're going back into the Metal Gear world with Metal Gear Solid. This was a PlayStation game released in 1998. 
uh, by Konami and Kojima Productions. Uh, did Kojima Productions exist back then? I don't remember. Maybe they didn't they did exist not. until two. That was formed uh, for for three, I think. Oh, really? Okay, shit. Uh, anyway, yeah, this is a game all about being Solid Snake, a professional sneaksman who has to infiltrate uh, the military base at Shadow Moses, supposedly just a nuclear disposal facility, but really it's being used to develop the newest, coolest Metal Gear of all time, Metal Gear Rex, and Foxhound, the detail designed to guard it, have gone rogue, <coughs> and they've got to, you got to take out the Foxhound, led by Liquid Snake, and it turns out he's your clone, and there's all sorts of crazy shit that happens. According to Moby Games, Metal Gear Solid is the sequel to Metal Gear 2 Solid Snake. After the tragic confrontation with Big Boss, the hero, Special Agent Solid Snake, decided to retire and has since then lived in a secluded region in Alaska. But the U.S. government recruits him once again for a dangerous mission. The members of Foxhound, a renegade Special Forces unit, threaten to use a devastating nuclear weapon if the government doesn't hand them the mortal remains of Big Boss, their former commander. Foxhound is now led by a talented, ambitious young man with the codename Liquid Snake. Knowing that the visual resemblance between this new terrorist mastermind and himself cannot be coincidental, Solid Snake agrees to infiltrate the new Foxhound base, destroy the unknown nuclear weapon, and find the truth about his own identity. The gameplay in Metal Gear Solid follows the prototype established in the two earlier Metal Gear games. Solid Snake has a limited arsenal of weapons and cannot allow himself to pave his way to the goal by killing all the enemies. He has to stay unnoticed, hide, crawl, wait for the right moment, sneak, and use various gadgets that will prevent him from alerting the enemy. Boss battles and some other sequences are played out as action-oriented set pieces, with the player having to figure out the weakness of the enemy in order to succeed. The game utilizes a traditional top-down view, but the graphics in this installment are real 3D. Conversations with Snake's allies and cutscenes are used extensively to advance the plot and gain more insight into it. <sighs> That's Metal Gear Solid, baby. <laughs> Kojima Productions was formed on April 1st, 2005. Damn. Okay, cool. So, here's the thing about Metal Gear Solid. It plays okay. It's it's alright to play. It's a little clunky, especially these days. I didn't play it back in 1998. I can't really say for sure uh, if it felt okay back then. But, you want to talk about, dang, the creation of video game cutscenes. Of course they existed before this, but Hideo Kojima has, in some ways, kind of lost his touch over time. Death Stranding is... Long, slowly paced, awkward, badly written. This game has got some... Uh, what, you know what that man can do, though? He can cut a damn trailer. He knows how to edit. And this game is the first one I remember with cutscenes that had, like, editing to them. In a way that felt like cinematography. As opposed to just, I don't know, we just kind of wave the camera around in a 3D space. Uh... From the very first sequence where, like, the credits are playing as you're, like, playing through the first area. Uh, all of the just... It's cool cutscenes. I like the cutscenes. They're cool to watch. There's a guy named Revolver Ocelot, and he's got revolvers, and he's an ocelot, and he'll shoot at you. He's gonna get you. I, got, I was gonna start this as, like, an attempt to intelligently talk about why this game rules, but I've immediately devolved into... Nonsense fanboy babbling. <laughs> I, will I like say, the cyborg ninja. <laughs> Hideo Kojima wasted no time using 3D graphics to implement uh, video game mechanics centered around voyeurism. Yeah, you're not yeah you do look at Meryl's ass. You do look at Meryl's ass. And you get yeah. to see her undress. 
I was gonna say, I yeah. think you're actually underselling how good this game feels to play. Do you think? I okay. think a lot of that is because it's not really a 3D game. It still no. basically plays like a top-down action game, it, like it, Metal Gear 2. This game could pretty much be 2D, with the exception of a few sequences. Like, you could do this game with Mode 7 on the Super Nintendo, and, like, it'd be feature complete. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I... Again, maybe it felt better back in the day. I didn't play it until much later. Um, to me, it always has kind of felt kind of clunky, and like it took until MGS2 for them to really like figure out how to do Metal Gear Solid gameplay. But uh, yeah, listen, I I am not really expecting this one to say beat StarCraft. I love it a lot, and I'd like it to get pretty high on this list. But eh, it's got its problems, and I'm not gonna like deny them. Um, the the other thing about this game that stands out to me is that it's also not that much of a stealth game. I would say it's like no. maybe 30-40% stealth, but there's, there's a, a lot of forced action scenes. There's a lot of forced action scenes and a lot of boss fights. It's like straight up a boss rush at points. Um, here's one thing I will say about the story of Metal Gear Solid. It is uh, very anime and very broad and pretty didactic. Um, but I was a teenager growing up in a very conservative household in Kentucky, and uh, Metal Gear Solid and its sequels are perhaps some of the first pieces of media I was introduced to that suggested that maybe America isn't always the good guys. And uh, that way, I actually think they were fairly important for my development as a person. That's fair. I sort of say something similar about Persona 4 and gender identity. Yeah, definitely. That being said, I first witnessed Metal Gear Solid when Giant Bomb did the Metal Gear Scanlon uh, video series, and for the entire time, like I watched, uh, I watched pretty much everything up until five. And I'm going to say this right now: I genuinely can't talk about the contents of five. It's really triggering for me. That is entirely uh, fair. So uh, f- uh, the Metal Gear Solid system- series for me has only ever represented just massive misogyny and like i can man, um, like yeah boyhood centered humor and i like ideas of entertainment yeah it's i like there are things that are about Melier that i find very fun and like i admire some of its systems and i like how kooky it is but i it's really mostly just been uh either at like at best eye rolling and at worst yeah. genuinely upsetting uh unfortunately Metal Gear has absolutely earned that reputation. Um, there are things other than that in there, but I don't think uh, it would be right to expect anybody to mm-hmm. look past that stuff. And if that stuff is a deal breaker for you, then I have no defense that I could give you without feeling scummy about it. Yeah, you're right. Like, it's got problems along those lines, and they're serious problems. And I do know, I do know it is important. Like it's super influential, and I don't mind that like those games get high on the list. But I'm all, I'm just always going to vote against them. That's, At least like to a certain degree. I probably yeah. wouldn't put them below like a South Park game or Mechanica, but I'll yeah, probably probably not super high. That's fair. I I understand that perspective completely. Well, let's figure out where this game's going on the list. It is starting off at number 305. Chelsea, how does it compare to The Mountains of Ket? This was a old text adventure. I believe this is the one where you were, like, uh, a death row person who got a, like, bomb implanted in their brain so they can send you on missions to do stuff for them or something. That sounds like a Hideo Kojima story. <laughs> a little bit! 
<laughs> Mountains of Ket. All right. Uh, Crystal. Metal Gear Solid. It's one for each. Metal Adam. Gear Solid. Ava. Mountains of Ket. All right. Uh, that is a tie. I will go for Metal Gear, which moves it up to 152. Uh, Ava, how does it compare to Titanfall? A first-person shooter with parkour and mechs, and what more could you fucking want? Titanfall, 100%. Have Metal it. Gear Solid. It's one for each. Crystal. Titanfall 1 is really good, though. It is. It is really I'll good. vote for Titanfall. All right, that's two for Titanfall. Uh, Crystal, uh, Chelsea. Titanfall. Here's the thing. I'm not even mad that it lost to Titanfall, because the problem is that Titanfall is too low. <laughs> yeah, Titanfall is too That's like a sucker punch to anyone. That's below Garfield. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Titanfall needs to be way higher on this list. <laughs> anyway, that means that Metal Gear Solid is falling to number uh, 228. Chelsea, how does it compare to a helicopter game? It's a flash game where you try to keep a helicopter from crashing. Helicopter game. Crystal. Hind D. <laughs> Have a um, helicopter oh. game. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. I am voting for Metal Gear Solid. All right, Ava. Uh, helicopter game. <laughs> All right, helicopter what? game takes it. That Metal Gear Solid moves down to number two sixty six. <laughs> All right, uh, Ava. How does it compare to the movies, the Peter Molyneux movie making game? Uh-huh. Oh, this sort of has like a Sims look to it. Yeah, a little bit. It looks kind of Sims-y. I do really like The Sims. I've always been a big fan of strategy and simulation games, so I'm going to go with the movies. Great. <laughs> Have it. Metal Gear Solid. It's one for each. Crystal. I have a lot of nostalgia for that early era of machinima, so the movies. All right. Chelsea. The movies. <laughs> you know, I've looked back on my decisions the way I callously just said I was saying I was going to burn the world down and then I think about where I am now and I'm like well I don't know what I expected (laughs) I mean this is like if Ocarina of Time got in the top 10 and then Ocarina 3D was like in the top 200 fuck you (laughs) what what Uh, the episode where where it all breaks we all start fist fighting (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that moves Middle Gear Solid down to number 285. Chelsea, how does it compare to NHL 2K6? It's a hockey game from 2005. Hockey! <laughs> Crystal. I mean, it's a next-gen hockey game. NHL. <laughs> Heaven. Uh, Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> Ava. NHL. Uh, <laughs> Heaven, I hope you're happy. I... I died so that uh, emergency ambulance can live. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Metal Gear moves down to number 295. Uh, Ava, how does it compare to Van Dyke, a top-down action arcade game where you're like a Viking guy that fights goblins and skeletons and such? I don't see one Van in this. Uh, Van Dyke. Alright. Uh, Evan. I don't see any of the other thing. Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> It's one for each, Crystal. Metal Gear, the gamer Otacon gives you ketchup because he thinks you might be hungry. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Chelsea. What's that up against? Van Dyke. Van Dyke. All right. 
you know what? I'm just gonna embrace the stream. I'm just gonna like let myself go and just ride that Stark raft on down. I'm gonna vote against Metal Gear. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just embracing it now. <laughs> that moves it down to 300. Chelsea, how does it compare to Final Fight for the SNES? It's a 2D brawler, but you can't play as Guy in this version. Metal Gear. Crystal. You know what a lot of the writing in Death Stranding reminds me of, actually, is the, uh, the Sniper Wolf Otacon romance of Metal Gear Solid 1? Yeah, that's not a great part of Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> it's not very well written. No, it's like Death Stranding. Yeah. Uh, my vote is for Metal Gear. Alright, that's two for Metal Gear Heaven. Metal Gear Solid. Alright, All right, Ava. Uh one second, I lost track of where we were somehow. Uh, we're on Final Fight. Final Fight. Okay, yeah, Final Fight. Final Fight. All right. Uh, you know, peek behind the curtain. I voted against Metal Gear in the last round because I thought, well, at least we can get it to the middle of the list so we can talk about it a lot. But uh, even that simple, uh, even that simple shelter has been denied to me now. It gets voted up to number two ninety seven. Uh, Ava, how does it do against Tecmo World Wrestling? It's a an NES wrestling game where it tries to like narrate the the match, you know, give you commentary. Gosh, that sounds pretty impressive for the era. Yeah, sure. I'm gonna go with Tecmo World Wrestling. Alright, heaven. Metal Gear Solid. It's one for each, Crystal. Metal Gear. Alright, and Chelsea. Metal Gear. Alright, Metal Gear moves up to number two ninety six. So wait, uh, did Chelsea- Metal Gear did Metal Gear beat Final Fight? Metal Gear beat Final Fight, yeah. Okay, yeah. Just want to make sure. Yeah. Check. Chelsea, how does Metal Gear compare to Star Wars Episode Three: Revenge of the Sith for the GBA, a side-scrolling brawler based on a pretty mediocre-ass movie? Uh, Star Wars. Crystal. Star Wars. It's two for Star Wars, heaven. Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> Ava. I think there are some okay parts of Revenge of the Sith. I actually sort of like the first bit on the ship. I think it's sort of like a fun movie. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Revenge of the Sith. I'm not even mad. I'm laughing. <laughs> <laughs> the sprite works really good in this game. <laughs> I think General Grievous looks sort of cool. I wish he was a better one. <laughs> yeah, don't we all? He was cool in the Clone Wars. He was cool in the Clone Wars. He had he had his all spinny lightsabers. I guess he does that in the movie too, but it's not as cool in live action. <laughs> anyway. That means the Metal Gear Solid is placed. Uh, where the fuck did it get placed at? Number 297. <laughs> uh, that puts it... Uh, one second. Below Revenge of the Sith and above Tecmo World Wrestling. <laughs> Congratulations, Metal Gear Solid. <sighs> Luke, this is what you get for hating America. <laughs> yeah, clearly. Hey, but where can uh, where can people find you? Oh no, wait, no, we've got things to do first. I gotta read the bottom and top ten, especially because we had shakeups this time. Anyway, uh, our bottom ten, starting at number six hundred and six, Medal of Honor Warfighter. Number six hundred seven, Tommy's Air Shark. Number six hundred eight, Mega Mind the Blue Defender. Number six hundred nine, Under Zero. Number six ten, Accordion Hero. Number six eleven, Minion Pregnancy. Number six twelve, Time of Silence. Number 613, Lucky Charms Memory Machine. Number 614, Mechanica. And number 615, the worst game of all time, to our knowledge, South Park, The Stick of Truth. I had someone request uh, recently 
that we added South Park the Fractured Butthole to the listener suggestion list. Uh, so we get something a new worst game of all time. And I like where your head's at. I would put it below it. But here's the thing. I don't want to talk about two South Park <laughs> games. <laughs> so, I if it comes up randomly, sure. But I'm not going to invite that into my home. Uh, meanwhile, our top ten. Oh, it's so different now. Number ten, Tales of Symphonia, Dawn of a New World. Number nine, The Missing, J.J. Macfield and the Island of Memories. Number eight, Cookie's Bustle. Number seven, Celeste. Number six, Butterfly Soup. Number five, Pac-Man 2, The New Adventures. Number four, Portal 2. Number three, Emergency Call Ambulance. Number two, StarCraft. And number one, still the best game of all time to our knowledge. Undertale. Just barely. Just barely. The 90s were the second best time for video games. The first time... The first best time for video games being when Undertale came out. <laughs> yeah, StarCraft. Yeah, I think the I best. Agree. Actually, <laughs> uh, StarCraft is officially the best game of the 1990s, as far as we know. Congratulations, Ava. You won. <laughs> I do win. You won, uh, and you did it by destroying me completely. <laughs> Listen, what can I say? The mo, because like I didn't know what game I was gonna do. But then I was like, wait, shit, I should do StarCraft. That's, like, the right answer. Fuck, wait. Yeah. I'm gonna have to, like, make an argument. So I started Googling shit, like, oh, what's good stuff about StarCraft? It's been so long since I thought about this. <laughs> well, where can people find you online, Ava? You can find me on Twitter, at AvaGardra, A-V-A-G-A-R-D-R-A. And you can find the tabletop role-playing games that I do, as well as early episodes of the podcast I make at patreon.com slash Miranda. That new show is The Saurus Wrecked, which you can find on audioentropy.com. Luke was on it, and I think that'll be the episode that's going up this week. Yeah, we talked about chickens and gates. Yeah, uh, it was a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Heaven, how about you? You can find me on Twitter at HeavenChai. Uh, pretty much all I'm doing this time of year is uh, I work for Fangamer. I'm shipping out packages nonstop. So buy something from Fangamer. Coincidentally, we just launched stuff from Banjo Kazooie and Metal Gear Solid. So there you go. <laughs> Fuck, you incepted us. <laughs> uh, that, like, vinyl Banjo Kazooie soundtrack is. I kind of want to buy it, even though I don't own a vinyl player, because it's real pretty. Oh, yeah, looking. it looks so good. Yeah. Crystal, how about you? <laughs> At Arcane Crystal. Alright, Chelsea? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Nets and you can find the link to the Audio Entropy Discord on the Audio Entropy Twitter. Uh, it's a pinned tweet on the Audio Entropy Twitter. And I think that's everything. Alright. You can find me on Twitter at SSJ Speed Racer. You can find this show on AudioEntropy.com where, uh, we have a whole bunch of great shows, such as the previous mentioned, The Source Wreck. Uh, we have Totally Reprised, just finished. It's done. It's over. There will be more things from us, but uh, no more Totally Spies content ever again. Uh, there is uh, ba- yeah. <laughs> Basho and Tell, a podcast about sumo wrestling. There's uh, Let's Steal a Podcast. That one's also finished, but go listen to it anyway. Who cares? Those episodes don't, like, they don't, like, rot or wilt <laughs> you can just keep listening to them uh there's teenagers with attitude it's about power rangers 
There is uh, Where's Pod When I'm Scared, a podcast about Veggie Tales. I like doing it; it's fun. Uh, there's also uh, Skies of Academia. If you want to hear uh, me, Dustin, and Molly talk about uh, Hideo Kojima some more as we discuss our feelings about Death Stranding, you can do that. You can also listen to me and my friend Melissa just gush for two hours straight about Pathologic 2, the game I will be nominating for uh, best game of the 20-teens, and I will, like, literally burn my house down if it doesn't make, like, the top 100. (laughs) At minimum. Yeah, the game looks good as hell. It's so good, Crystal. Fuck. Oh, God. I think you would like Pathologic, actually. I feel like I could get you on my side for that one if you tried it. Yeah, no, I... Pathologic 1 is a game that I read about 10 years ago. I was like, I should play this, and never yeah, did. Yeah, It's coming to Xbox Game Pass, Crystal. I have that. You should you should get it and try it. I... Please. <laughs> For me. Okay. <laughs> Alright. Anyway. I also need to play Outer Wilds, though. Uh, that one's also fantastic. I prioritize Pathologic. But, I mean, they're both okay. good as hell. Anyhow, I think that's everything, right? Let's call it everything. Okay. Uh, rate and review us on iTunes. If you really like us, go back on over to audioentropy.com. Click that motherfucking donut button to give us some money to buy donuts. Uh, also known as hosting fees. Anyway, I think that just about does it for the 1990s. Let's barrel on into the 2000s where nothing bad will happen to us, right? Mm-hmm. The new millennium. The new willennium, even. <laughs> it's all Oh, no, it's be- Y2K. <laughs> oh. oh, all the video games. Well, okay, well, we got through Y2K just fine. I'm sure nothing will happen next year that's even worse. <sighs> Until oh, then. Geez. Yeah, I wonder why I went that dark at the end here. What's wrong with me? Man, you throw dark. Chelsea, get us out of here with the side off. Check your potatoes before you buy them. Crystal? The dark side is a path to many abilities some would consider to be unnatural. Heaven. I don't want to die. (laughs) Ava. You must construct additional pylons. Uh, uh. Fuck, I can't think of a funny Metal Gear Solid quote. Shit, what's a good one? Brother! (laughs) Brother! Touch that wire and the old man explodes. Do you think love can bloom? Even on a battlefield? I do. But I also think that loving someone means being able to protect them. (coughs) We'll see you next time on Let's Place. (laughs) Carrier has arrived. Sarcastic.